What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the return of the B Show. Return of the B. Return, return of the, the B. Once again, I'm your host, Corey Smith, kicking it in the Diamond Studio with my co-host, my buddy, my pal. Mark Morrison. No, Michael Vergara. Who's Mark Morrison? I think that's the singer of Return of the Mac. I think that's his name. I thought that was like Mac-10 or something. Like, it would make sense like a if it was gun, Like the gun? No, like Mac-10. You never heard of Mac-10? Like Mac-10. Like a Mac truck? Mac-10 in that joint, you know. Anyways, guys, this is the B-Show. We're here to talk about NXT, NXT UK, and all your latest wrestling news. Um, but what guys, news? What news? Like, there's no news happening today, of course. There's Just, a bunch of news happening today. Michael, come on. Um, but how are you today, sir? You know, I'm feeling all right. You know, not much to say. You know what the hangman said. No news is good news. I have some news, though. Oh, shit. We have finally have our very own official City Wrestling Radio t-shirts for sale. Ah. It's brownbutterwrestling.com slash cwr.html. Uh, go there. Buy a t-shirt, be the first kid on your block to be repping the coolest, the hippest, the freshest podcast around, uh, you know, the out of the city college of San Francisco, you know. In the tri-county San Francisco state area. Exactly. Within the school district of SFUSD. But guys, like I said, go to brownbutterwrestling.com slash cwr.html to buy your t-shirt today. More design student income, sizes range from, uh, or sorry, more design student income, sizes right now range from extra small to 4XL. Um, so we have pretty much most sizes. One size fits all. No, that is not true. No, that that's proven as a SmackDown the other night with Kevin Owens trying to put on Kofi Kingston's shirt. See, this all comes together, Corey. It all comes together. Professional wrestling. Buy a shirt. Look cool. And, you know. The more people buy these, the better this show is. It's a well-known fact. Amen to that. Because if you want to find, if you want to stay um, up to date with City Wrestling Radio, follow our progress and see how good we get. Seriously, like if we're good right now, can you imagine if you bought a hundred shirts, how better we will be? Yeah, and then just hand them out. You could buy them. Get the fuck out, Meltzer. And then give them to the homeless. That's a really good thing for people to do. I would, you know. See people on the streets just wearing our fucking shirt. Just, eh, what's up? What are you going to do if you see someone? If you see someone wearing the shirt, would you go up to them and say thank you? Or are you just going to like, like cower in the corner and be like, oh. Uh, a bit of column A, column B, just like just stare at it and then Until walk they away. You. Just why? How is this possible? Yeah. But follow the progress on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio for all of our shows. The Raw Review, Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show, and all of our pay-per-view prediction and post shows. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications. iTunes, Google Stitcher, CastBox. Also on social media at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, because we also let you know when there's a new show posted on social media. But guys, let's not waste any time. Let's talk about some wrestling news before we get into our full NXT. Wait, wrestling? We're a wrestling podcast? Yes, we're a wrestling podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. I damn it. We, right. are, we are City Wrestling Radio. We are a wrestling podcast. Okay. There. Are we yeah. good? Yeah, I'm all out of material. I'm all out of material out of this bit, so you can just move on. That's all good. Let's talk about some. Uh, let's talk about some wrestling news. Um, let's see what do we got today. Uh, I think our first piece of headline news is John Cena. Hilarious. Oh yes, John Cena is also hilarious. But go on. John Cena is is possibly reportedly in talks with James Gunn's Suicide Squad sequel. The Squeakquel. The, the Suicide squ- Squad Squeakquel. I hope. Um, you know, if James Gunn is that much of a outside the box thinker, he should just call it the Squeakquel, just to give like how much of a joke this thing is. You know, I'm James Gunn, I'm the funny one, I'm the interesting one. Call it the Squeakquel. So, aren't they first off getting rid of everybody that was in the first movie? Fucking, I don't know. I know Will Smith isn't in it, and I know Idris Elba's in it, but then he's not necessarily replacing Will Smith. Margot Robbie's in it. Uh, Jai Courtney is in it because I mean, you can't, you can't, you just can't not have Jai Courtney in your movie. I mean, come on. Who's that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but according to Variety, Cena is in close uh, to snagging the role of Peacekeeper in the in the Squeakquel 
to the 2016 suicide peacekeeper. What was who's peacekeeper? I don't know. Like if you ask Jose, which I feel he'll like probably be back next week. By the way, hopefully we're yeah. we're keeping our fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll have some surprise. See, I was gonna start putting up like video vignettes. I've made all these vignettes. And these yeah, really I have wrong. this puppet of what looks like Jose, and he's popping out of a box, <laughs> oh, just laughing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's, apparently he's in talks with um to play the role of peacekeeper in the Suicide Squad squeakquel. Are you sure it's not peacemaker? So I'm looking up. Sorry, peace. that's my dyslexia kicking in. Peacemaker. Who's so it's pe- Peacemaker. Who okay. Peacemaker? According to according to uh, d- uh, Wikipedia, the Peacemaker is the name of a series of superheroes. Wait, what? Originally owned by Charlton Comics, the original Peacemaker first appeared in Fight and Five. I'm just trying to find fictional character biography. The Peacemaker is Christopher Smith, a pacifist diplomat who's so committed to peace that he was willing to use force as a superhero to advance the cause. He uses an array of special non-lethal weapons and also founds the Pax Institute. Most of the villains he goes up against are dictators and warlords. So, you know, he's probably a nice guy. So he's playing the Marine. He's playing John Cena. He's playing John Cena in a superhero movie. So good for him. That makes more sense. They should. Man, there was this interesting theory going around with uh, when he was in the Bumblebee movie. Um, they, it's establishing. I've never seen the movie, but it said they're establishing the Hasbro universe. You know, Hasbro line of toys, Transformers, GI Joe, probably other Battleship. Stuff. I yeah, yes, I think Battleship. so. Okay, you yeah. sunk my Battleship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mister Potato Head was a good movie too. Mm, it was the best one out of that Toy Story. It was a big hit in Ireland. Universe. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> completely lost my train of thought here. Oh, no. John Cena. Yeah, movies. John Cena, Bumblebee. Uh, apparently, there was a theory going around where he's part of this secret organization <gasps> full of people with special set of skills and soldiers, and that he was going to be Duke from G.I. Joe. And I thought, that's is, is that would be awesome. set of skills? Not Liam Neeson, just G.I. Joe. He, I, he would make a great Duke in a G.I. Joe movie. John Cena should be in more movies. John Cena should just be and John he pro- Cena. And he actually is. He's he, going to be in more movies. He's definitely going to be in more movies. Less time in WWE. He's. I thought he was thinning up um, during last WrestleMania. He yeah, looked really it, well, because he was wearing a lot of baggy clothes. Well, no, even before that, I think over the weekend when he was doing some red carpet thing, I was like, wow, he looks a lot thinner. Yeah, he looked a little... He like, he, like he smiles with no teeth, so it just looks like he has no chin. Yeah, he, you're trying to make the face, too. He's. Oh, no, I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's You know, you just naturally look like John Cena. Oh, well, thank you. Yep. Oh. I think, right? Anyways, let's move on. It's me trying to make peace out of this conversation by complimenting you. Let's talk about something we will uh, at least be peaceful about. I don't want to get into something, uh, have any he- any heavy-handed t- uh, topics yet. So Enzo and Cass. <laughs> uh, so, you know, as as everyone knows, a couple weeks ago, was it? How far are we back? I, uh, I think we're two weeks removed, two weeks removed from, from WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And it ended 20 minutes ago. That you know, I it was uh, we're here for the post show of WrestleMania 35. Now. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, no, but um, yeah, so they were at the G1 Supercard, the ROH New Japan show. Like it, it the way it was presented was like I want to say it was like 30 or 40 minutes removed from the Bret Hart attack from Hall from the Hall of Fame, and so you had this. Was it really? I thought it was closer together. I thought it was like within. 15, I think 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty close. Together. And like right after that, you guys know the story. Enzo and Cass they rushed the stage. They tried to make it look like it was them running in, and the way it was presented on television was that they tried to make sure the camera, like the shots, they weren't appearing on the shots. They were trying not to put attention to it and let the people. Well, they're playing off the whole Survivor Series angle when Enzo quote yeah. unquote invaded WWE and, and the, Survivor like, Series at the Staples Center, and there was so much uh, scuttlebutt backstage on to not do this and like it's a terrible idea where like it's a bad idea in the first place to sign these people but to do this kind of angle 20 minutes removed from the Bret Hart thing like that's that's honestly the most fascinating part of how news gets around nowadays yeah like people find out like this thing happening like miles away from a certain event Mm-hmm. Like Madison, well, how far is the Barclays Center from Madison Square Garden? We don't know. We, we don't have Google, we don't have Google Maps 15, on our no, fifteen miles like that. Is it really? I mean, it's that it, big. That big of a distance. It's it's pretty. It's a it's a good amount. Like okay, so Madison Square Garden's in the middle of Midtown, and Brooklyn is not in the main island. You have to take wow. the train. So over. you're pretty well versed in New York. I'm. I mean, I mean, that's the only. Th- I think yeah. I'm thinking of because I remember not making it to Brooklyn. I was like, ah, I'm not going to go that far. It's just you know. I you mean, were at WrestleMania 29. 
No. Oh, no, no. Just, I just went. I went to. You New just York. went to New York for some. Uh, I followed the Giants there at Boston and Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's nice. I went to Fenway Park. Nice. That was really cool. But uh, yeah, end zone cast. They were apparently so, signed by ROH. Well, then I don't think anyone's been signed yet because they are, are not scheduled to appear at any of the tapings. They don't have any matches going forward, according to Dave Meltzer. Um, and apparently they're getting some backstage heat because the original angle was supposed to be Enzo, you know, getting pushed by one of the Briscoes and, you know, security taking Enzo away. But apparently Enzo took it upon himself with Cass to jump the railing and attack the Briscoes at that point. So this real, like this was just their idea just to just do this. Yeah. And it led to the Briscoes actually shoot fighting Enzo and Cass. Because, uh, you know, is like backstage, like, all right, you're going to get taken away, uh, Enzo, um, you know. So they decided to put more heat. Big they decided XL. to go into business of themselves by putting more heat on them by actually, like, attacking the people involved instead of just putting it to themselves. What do you want me to do? I'm the real one. Yeah. You, you don't push the real one and get taken out. By everything everything about this just seems so toxic and mis- misguided. Like, I don't I don't blame. I don't blame Enzo and Cass for, you know, putting their feet forward into no, trying to get them signed. You know, and, I mean, you know, any wrestler would do that. Yeah, any wrestler would do that. I would place the blame squarely on ROH just by doing this on the first place. Um, and especially not letting New Japan know about it either. Like, okay, yeah, about to talk Tamatonga about and uh, Tangaloa, they were shoot pissed. Like, you, that's you've probably seen why it. they were throwing that title you around. That video of them, like nobody gives a fuck about no ROH. Like uh. that, that was definitely like very, very genuine. I love how the way give, he throw through like, that title. I love how we give Tamatonga like a Michael Jackson voice. Nobody that's what he sounds about, like. Nobody cares about ROH. Nobody gives a fuck uh. about no ROH. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so it's interesting to see what's going to happen. And especially during that show, I think during any ROH show, if you did that, okay, whatever. But to associate, to like you said, not tell about New Japan about it, and then to associate Enzo and Big Cass with a New Japan show, you know, or at least a New Japan co-produced show, is a little ridiculous. And uh, just to further elaborate on, like, let's might as well just talk about the show as a whole, where... This is R. This is arguably ROH's biggest show it's ever had. No, it is inarguably its biggest show they've it's ever done. The biggest done. show they've ever done. Yeah. And they use that opportunity with the amount of eyeballs on them, the amount of people who are there for New Japan. They had an opportunity to actually make, you know, actual legitimate stars out of their brand, regardless of who you know would just be with who they have. Right. And they decided to make the beautiful people and sign Enzo and Cass. Like that really is the that is the direction ROH is just letting people know about it. And it's just like it's Kaz. and 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 like Bully Ray. Like Kaz, he apparently has his... XL. Remember? Okay, but like and then Bully Ray's like I think he's like rising up in power in terms of the booking, and then he's his influence towards it too. It's like this is becoming ROH is pretty much becoming a low rent TNA. And and, and honestly, a lot that's, of people have made that comparison so far. Yeah, because of the beautiful people mostly it's and like Bully Ray. The beautiful people. Yeah. Who's that? It's uh, Angelina Love and uh, someone else. Uh, Not Madison Rain, because Madison Rain left. Oh, uh, yeah. The only people I remember from The Beautiful People was Madison Rain and uh Well, you compare Angelina the two Love. companies, though. You know, we're comparing them to TNA when TNA was actually going down. TNA, or Impact Now, I mean, they might they might make a resurgence, too. God, putting on good wrestling. Living cockroach of a wrestling promotion. But they've, they're turning it around, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, with that amount of exposure, like they're they, just they are getting like a they have people I that say, care. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But then that's, I don't, ROH I don't, doesn't seem it's like not that. exactly sustainable, though. And with, do you think that ROH can maintain a relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling by doing by pulling crap like this? They got Yuji Nagata booked for an ROH show. So apparently that freaking that a relationship is still on the up and up regardless of what happened in Madison Square Garden. It really just shined a light of how many people gave a fuck about New Japan and gave, and people gave a fuck about ROH. Like, it just I think it just settles down that argument of like, oh, people bought that because of. Uh... Well, I think because the reason why it sold out the way it did was because of the name branding of New Japan in a market like New York, in Madison Square Garden. Like that's like New Japan, New York, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna put eyeballs. In contrast to the G1 Supercard in Dallas, where they are struggling to sell at that 20,000 seat arena. Like they are, they are deeply discounting it. And I think as soon as they announced that discount, I think tickets went as they are, they only sold as much as like 60 more tickets after that. And it's, it's really interesting to see how this expansion. If they want to fly us down. We'll, we'll, we'll come down. We'll buy tickets. Fly us down. We'll go to Dallas for a show. I mean, I've already been to San Antonio. 
should be fine. Mm. If I can make it in San Antonio, I can make it in Dallas. And just it just makes you think when is when New Japan is just going to just crawl towards AEW. Exactly, yeah. But the thing is, AEW has a working relationship with, with CMLL, CMLL. and well, yeah, thank you. Uh, they have he they have a, AEW has a working relationship with CMLL while New Japan has a working relationship with AAA and A AAA and CMLL are the furthest they can you could possibly be within each other. I'm like Coke. Are, I'm Pepsi. Yeah, it's just so it's a lot of moving parts. Wrestling, you know, we say I always say it shouldn't be this hard, but sometimes wrestling can be it can be pretty hard and complex, and yeah. just, you can't please everybody. And ROH the way they continue to act like this and book really. But the way they book matches, they're falling down the like the, I guess, totem pole of wrestling promotions that people actually still like. You know what I mean? Like, and ROH has people. Like ROH has really talented people. They got they got Gresham. They got Jeff Bandito. Cobb. They got Jeff Cobb. They got uh, Roosh. They have Roosh. PCO. Yeah, PCO. He's a, he's. Hey, you know what? Hey, PCO, Marty Skrull's there too. And Marty Skrull, and well, for, we don't know for how long with that Woo-woo. contract, but. They're just not using. They, I just don't think they're using properly using the talent that they have right now, and they are just doing it in favor of the. I just always think I just think about that bully Ray match, or just the fact that they fucking gave the title to Matt fucking Taven. Well, that, that fucking loser. Yeah, he's he talk about Tay, uh, somebody who has been watching a bunch of Bret Hart shoot videos. Oh, you know, Matt Taven talk about zeros in life. Oh, talk Body about builders. zeros. You, I don't you think know. you've ever. I don't. I have. I have. Oh, he's the best there is. The I don't. There was. I don't think I've ever. Know. I don't you think know. you've ever seen a Bret Hart like a video of Bret Hart speaking ever. I'm going to show you at least one video of him speaking you after know, this show. I, you know, I'm the best there Stop ever it. will be. So please, like, you know. you're just you're just pissing on his legacy right now. No, legacy? Come don't, on, don't. I'm not. I'm not pissing on his legacy. Your imperson Your impersonation of Bret Hart. Hey, listen, talk about zeros in life. It. it it's my goal. I want him to cut a shoot interview on us. Be like, oh, you know, that City Wrestling Radio, that, you know. You know, that Michael. They're really Lugard, bad for the business. He's really turning his wheels on City Wrestling Radio. He should get into a real podcast. Real podcast? Whoa. Like AJ Styles. Wow. He's really turning his wheels on TNA. He should go to WWE. Toxic masculinity. CM Punk. I, I kind of like the guys who make sure that they I, do the thing. I just watched the video of CM Punk for Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, him, like it's where he's where he's his lower where his lower third title is a mixed martial artist, and yeah. I'm like, that's kind of a stretch. Yeah, and they were like mixed martial arts and professional wrestler CM Punk. It's like I, you're asking CM Punk to do an uppercut, like that dude barely knows how to jab. Hey, it is what it is. Let's move on to our next piece of news. We have three new official signings to NXT. Kush man. Look, oh, I hope they turn him into a pro weed guy. The just have him tag team with Matt Riddle. Yeah, the Kushida, you know, like Kushida, you know, like if you just remove the sec, the the last two syllables. OG of your Kush. Name. Oh, OG Bro G Kush. Or O O B Kush. O B Kush. Original Bro. Bro Kush. Kush. Bro Kush. <laughs> Kush Bro. Uh, but anyways, we have three new signings to uh, NXT. That's Kushida. Uh, was it Hector Garza Jr. and Shane Strickland. Those are pretty, pretty big indie names that they just recently acquired. Well, indie for uh, Kushida. He worked for New Japan. And, yeah. You know. And apparently, Kushida has debuted in some house shows, So, and he's still doing yeah, his he same. He should. The wrestler has to wrestle. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's, uh, and it's not like he's someone like, I feel like Hector Garza Jr. and Shane Strickland might need a little bit more time coming up, as opposed to Kushida, who's, you know, been in the main light, wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom, for God's sakes. Right, he did Tokyo Dome. Yeah, he yeah, lost sure he the belt to Taiji Ishimori in a in a Wrestle Kingdom this year. Uh, yeah, it says on uh, WWE NXT's Twitter accounts, we are proud to announce three new superstars to the Performance Center: Kashida, Garza Jr., and the Shane Strickland. I do love Shane Strickland's post after that on his own personal uh, Instagram with uh, a picture of him holding up his NXT shirt, saying "Step One: Infiltrate Completed." So. He's going to take it down he's, from the inside. He's going to burn it down from the inside. He, him, Seth Rollins, WrestleMania 37. I'm calling it right now in L.A. with me and Michael and Jose. And the, A lot can happen you between know, now and when, WrestleMania 35. When, when we're, WrestleMania 35 has already happened. I mean 37. Yeah. No, WrestleMania 35 is still going on. Go no, he has, it might still be going on. Uh, but no, it's, in, I'm, it's great to see Shane Strickland in WWE. I can't wait to see him in NXT. Because man, that guy! I've seen him live two times, 
two times, and he's been a thrill to watch. Let's talk about some more news. Let's see what else we got today, Mikael. Um, oh, uh, Adam Cole and Cash Sono announced for some Evolve shows. Okay. Still, and I'm surprised yeah, Adam that Cole, working relationship is still going. I'm surprised that Adam Cole, you know, being at the level he is in NXT, is still going to do Evolve shows. Um, you know, with the, probably same with the meet and greets before and afterwards. But it was announced uh, on WWE.com that Evolve. Uh, Evolve champion Austin Theory will be in a non-title match against Adam Cole in their Evolve 127 in Livonia, Livonia, Michigan. Just letting you, just letting you do be your own undoing, Corey. You know, I'm living my best life. Leave me alone. Um, on Friday, May 10th, Cole versus AR Fox is set for Evolve 128 in Indianapolis, Indiana. I can say that. Um, on Saturday, May uh, May 11th. So great, good for them, and also Cashizona will be in a tag team match uh, with teaming with Harlem Harlem Bravado uh, to face Ar Fox and Leon Leon Ruff in 127, and Ono versus Josh Briggs has been announced for Evolve 128. So good for them. Um, I wish Evolve would come to the West Coast once in a while, but it is what it is. It is as what it is. Just like I say in therapy, it is what it is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Shall we talk about some NXT and NXT UK? I mean, that's the point of this show, right? It is. Let's get into it. Are we going to start off with NXT UK as we, we usually do? Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. Um, or do we usually start? I don't know. It's been a couple weeks, Michael. But NXT UK. NXT UK. Okay, My let's start off, off with NXT UK in the USA. This is pre-recorded at um, at WWE Access in yep. Brooklyn. Was it in Brooklyn or... Something like that. I think it was. We weren't there. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Kicked off with the Coffee Brothers versus the team of Raul Mendoza and Umberto Carrillo. My money's on Mendoza. I I'm, I was hoping you'd say that. Um, but unfortunately, um, it was a hard-fought battle between the two. Raul Mendoza and Mark Coffee start the match. The two lock up, but Mark takes over very quickly. Carrillo doing a lot of flippy shit, as he usually does. And man... Those dimples on that guy. Apparently, he's getting married, too. He announced his engagement on WWE.com. What is up with wrestlers getting married after WrestleMania? You know, I, it's like they're... There was... Like, it, it's it was, like their Super Bowl, man. It wasn't much of a... Like, it wasn't much this year, but then I I can't help but think there was just like a... Just like an explosion of marriage, like marriages after WrestleMania. Like, oh, we just got our... We're just going to get married and like... Because we're going to get our WrestleMania checks soon and just gonna live quick side note did you see the pictures of uh, gargano taking his championship to disney world what a mark <laughs> no dude that was nxt's like the- greatest performer i'm still gonna call him a mark yeah he, he is a hey, disney mark. hey guys you know i'm uh, i'm nxt champion right this is my wife candace right Whee! mickey mouse you want to hold my belt no Woo-hoo. no oh okay goofy no all right I'll, I'll, I'll just be here i'm gonna be by the by the teacups Line's very long. I didn't. I if, I couldn't get the line pass. But the, uh, you know, belt, if the belt flew out of the teacup, would you grab it and run? Of course, of course I would. Let's just to talk, just to talk to Johnny Gargano. <laughs> oh, here you go. Sorry, I ran. I started ran five feet. Here he was go. very, very tan. Oh, on this episode of NXT and that picture. Hey, you know what? He that's was, just he, that's just the Florida sun. That for takeover you. tan. Got the takeover town. Uh, Back to the match. Uh, Massive shoulder tackle to Humberto. Strikes and kicks to Mark Coffey by Raul Mendoza. We have a springboard dropkick to Mark Coffey, also by Raul Mendoza. And then we have a really weird sequence where um, Humberto Carrillo and Raul Mendoza try to go for stereo um, suicide dives on each side to the Kofi brothers. It's like star-crossed lovers. Right. But then they come back into the ring and then do it to the other opponent on the other side. But it was very, it just wasn't very well planned out. They kind of, they both kind of tripped up and one, Umberto Carrillo was going massively faster than Raul Mendoza. Gotta keep up, Mendoza. My money's on you. But they do have matching tights now, so that's cute. I mean. Ah, but then what, are they going to, they're going to have a new name too or is it just going to be Car- Carrillo and Mendoza? Probably Carrillo and Mendoza. The Mexicans. The Mexican Just experience. call them that. They're not even Mexican. <laughs> Just because you're... Well, you're, I mean, I, I, I mean, what do you, what do you want to do? Okay, let's rethink that, man. Name. You're either a Mexican or a Mexican. Uh, then we have, like I said, sloppy suicide, uh, stereo dives to Gallus. Uh, shooting star press uh, by Humberto Carrillo, followed by a 450 splash to Joe. Uh, Joe Coffey. Mark Coffey breaks up that pinfall. Then we have a spinning lariat to Raul Mendoza when Joey Coffey gets the pin and the win on Raul Mendoza. Shit! 
So I'm sorry. Got to pay the got to pay the house. <sighs> you can leave it on the kitchen table before you leave. Next up, we have backstage or at a hotel room. Radsy with Cassius Ono because it really might have been a if hotel. There's room. one. If there's if you could have be in the back of a hotel with any uh, any person on the NXT UK roster, what would it be? Don't say Zaya Brookside because that's creepy. <laughs> can I say Genie? <laughs> Because Jenny, I feel like, would at least have some fashion sense, and I could be like, okay, okay, it's an interview. All right, let's just not, let's not make this dirty. I, I I'm not assuming. I'm just not. I'm not assuming that you're going to make it dirty. But let's just keep. Let's just class this up. Um, I want. Oh, uh, mustache mountain. Mustache mountain. Okay, but, because right. you know they're going to take you out for a night on the town. A night on the town to the local pub. You like you like my leather pants. It hurts, yeah, but do. fashion is pain. You know. There we go. Uh, Cash I like Zona. that prick, Justin Sysom. Cash is on Wait, what happened? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I um, know. Justin Sysom, the guy who uh, talked about. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Cash is says, despite his losses, <coughs> a, uh, a, he says, and I quote, a broke clock still works twice a day. Yeah, that's, you never heard of that phrase before? No. Because, you know, it's no matter what, it's a broken clock. Like, it, 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 it could show the wrong time, but at least it's going to get it right. <coughs> oh, yeah. Twice <coughs> a day. Coffee, I'm, I'm drinking is harsh wow but uh no like when a broken clock if it shows the wrong time it's like gonna get it right at least twice oh because i never i've never heard that saying before so uh ko says that uh he doesn't care about Legero or the 300 matches he competed in last year uh he says he's referring to his quality over Legero's quantity Ooh. so we'll probably have that match next week next up we have baby vader dave mastiff versus Oh, the finest Kona Reeves. Oh, fuck me. Kona Reeves making his NXT UK I debut. Quit. Uh, so I'm starting to really laugh every time they have a big guy on WWE TV now. You notice how the camera shakes whenever they stomp around or something like it happens That's with Otis. So dumb. It happens with Otis on SmackDown. It and with Dave Masters, it's even worse because he's in the ring and he screams and that camera just viciously like there's a damn earthquake. You know what there should be? What? There should be like they should have they should tone down the lighting wherever Mastiff walks just to make it look like he's overshadowing everybody because he's so big. He's so big. He's only baby Vader though. They, I mean they call him the bomber, but he's baby he's baby Vader. Alright. He's Vader's illegitimate son. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, okay? Baby bottoms, baby bot. No, I was, that's nope. apple bottoms. Never mind. I thought it was a different song. Uh, so let's see the shaking camera. It's pretty cheesy. Kona goes right after Dave Mastiff. He says he's the finest uh, because that's what he does. Uh, Mastiff then takes control, beats down on Kona. We have a dropping neck breaker to Mastiff, and a match gets slow at this point. We have a long uh, headlock. A uh, standing body splash to Kona Reeves, release German to a shotgun drop kick to a cannonball, the pin and the win. Dave Massis over Kona Reeves. What literally, you just he went over him. He literally did. Oh wait, I didn't even mean to say that. He's a big boy. Okay. Uh, next up, we have uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mandrews. They're they're outside somewhere, and they're they're still a tag team, and they want you to remember that. Okay. That's pretty. I mean, they said something about Mustache Mountain being a tag team, and they want to prove themselves in the tag team division Man, when are they gonna when are they gonna split a mustache mountain i feel like it's it kind of ran its course at this point who's gonna turn heel trend seven no, oh because I, I, I think because I, I think tyler bates a better face because tyler bate is the best face i mean look at him he, he's pretty cute um but i just i felt like tyler bate would be like uh, like a good heel like you know like you have given up your old that's true you're worn down i think he'll i think he he can give off a but they have jordan devlin for that though i just feel they did they do i think tyler bate would you know and since pete dunn which i thought he was going to appear on smackdown um or get called up to like to any of the main roster stuff well we still have potential call-ups that can still happen um, I mean, or or shakeups, you know, like you think so? You or well, Rusev? Rusev's supposed to be on Raw. What? Rusev? Or sorry, not Rusev. Um, um, Joe. Joe. Samoa Joe. Sorry, big boys. They I, could still change their mind though. What? They but, could still have another week. What if they just announce like, "Hey guys, we're not done. Like by Sunday, we're gonna just get this last minute. We're gonna do more shakeups because oh god, because the ratings Dave are so Mastiff bad. is walking down the aisle, and like, we have to shake something, right? Because like, oh god, like our ratings are so bad. It's well, a twenty-five it, minus twenty-five percent drop-off. You know, it's just yeah. I just don't know what they're doing with Peter Dune. 
No, no, nobody does. But he'll be on the end of the show. He's going to have some talking. He's going to talk at the end of the show. Don't worry. It's going to be the first time he talks since losing his WWE United Kingdom Championship. We'll get there. Uh, next up, we have Radsy backstage with Dave Mastiff. Um, Rad, he he asked the strongman something, but then Wolfgang walks up and he says, you're not a strongman, I'm a strongman. And he said, you're not a strongman, I'm a strongman. And they kind this of... This is what they him. really said. Okay, so Wolfgang are walked up. paraphrasing? I'm paraphrasing. Wolfgang walked up and says, you're not a strongman. Who do you think you are walking around here? Uh, you're not as strong as me. And that's when Dave Mastiff gets in his face, pushes him. So they just, you know, they might as well have just whipped out their dicks and just measured it. You know, at that point, I know you'd be into it. I, you know what? If there was a match where it was just measuring a penis size, I'd be fine. I'm with just that. looking out for your best interest, Corey. They wouldn't get hurt. Nobody would get hurt. I mean, what kind of injury would happen in that match? Zero. I mean, they might. It might. You know, both heads could accidentally poke each other. That's, that's true. not a good experience. That well, let, let me tell you something, Corey. That's, that would not be a pleasant experience for everybody involved. Here we go. Next up, we have. Please move on. Casey Cannizzaro. Versus Rhea Ripley. Wait, really? This match is happening because Rhea Ripley found her boy, Casey's boyfriend. To, no, it didn't. No. I mean, this is actually happening, yes, but there's no reason be, this match is happening. It's because of access. They need people in there. And, uh, and as what makes as, me more in there than Casey Catanzaro and Rhea Ripley? Oh, my God. You're just out there. It's like, like oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Let's uh, 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 shape backstage, probably. Yeah. What do you think, Rhea Ripley? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I love her theme song, by the way. Rhea Ripley's No One Will Survive. Oh, I hate. Oh, wait. No One Will Survive. No, Champa? No, no. no. Uh, she, uh, I this, hate Rhea Ripley's my, song. This is my brutality. Oh, God. It's, it's, like, it's just like Champa's. It's pretty much the this same. This is my brutality. No one will survive. Like, it's pretty much like brother and sister song. Uh, so, let's see. Casey runs. Uh, runs that would be re- quite a mixed match challenge team up. What? Champa and Rhea Ripley. Versus. Oh, that'd be a good team. I think Rhea Ripley could. I think Rhea Ripley's taller than Champa. Rhea Ripley's taller than most people. Yeah, she's a big gal and she's very, very beautiful. She, I don't know. I just my my knees get. Oh yeah, no, just the way. But the way she accentuates herself as a character, you, it's deceptive sometimes. Like she'll make herself ugly because she's acting ugly. But then when she's just by herself, she's actually a very attractive woman. It's her brutality. Well, well said, Corey. Yeah. Uh, Casey runs around Rhea to start the match. Somersault, leg scissors, takedown to Rhea Ripley. Ripley using her strength to take over, throwing Casey Cannonsaro around the ring. We have a stalling vertical suplex. And I thought, man, it must be so easy to give Casey Cannonsaro a stalling vertical suplex. Because she's so light and tiny. She's so light and tiny. has so much core strength. Jet- she sounds tiny, too. Casey Cannonsaro. Yeah, no, she. it looked like Ripley like just lifted her off the ground with no... With no um, ease no with total ease mm-hmm. um let's see we have an arm lock fish hook uh submission hold to casey Cannizzaro, and then it turns into the riptide Rhea ripley gets the pin and the win well that you know because that because that has to happen because that has to happen exactly after the match um of course Rhea ripley beats down on casey Cannizzaro. oh my one. god when you got your ass kicked by Rhea <laughs> oh ripley god. like i just i couldn't i really couldn't like, you, you took that inverted cloverleaf like so well and uh, it's like yeah. you're out there and when I was, you're like, screaming for pain feature. like i I just can't. Like one day you'll be the main event at WrestleMania. Like, are we just gonna do this every time Casey Cannonsaro wrestles? Yeah, she hasn't been wrestling much, so we can't just space this out. We, but we once she still... becomes a bit of a more regular, I feel like we should just discontinue this. We'll get when, when we. You know when you discontinue when you discontinue that joke of Ricochet like, just oh, doing no, that. Like, like, oh my god, like, I just got like, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, next up, we have Jenny. She's at Access, and she doesn't want to talk. Well said, Jenny. She no, she really she stands there and then yeah. just walks away because. Yeah. She's Ginny and she's pissed. You're not worth it. Yeah. See you in hell. She's like Sami Zayn. Next up, we have the Grizzled Young Vets, the team of, uh, was it Zach Gibson and uh, James Drake? That's their names, right? I had to keep, I keep forgetting. Never ask me about any of this stuff, Corey. Well, you need to get more involved in NXT UK, okay, hey, man? man? Gibson cuts a promo. <laughs> before- <laughs> hey, you know what? What? I don't know. Uh, Gibson cuts a promo before the match saying that they're the best tag team around and they want the NXT Tag Team Championships to be the most respected titles in WWE. Is there some breaking news, Michael, or is it just a picture you're looking at? No, people are... Uh, I'll, I'll get to it after NXT okay. UK. Uh, Gibson now lets us know that their, op- their open challenge they put out is a non-title match, but it was already accepted by Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. So they come out to the ring because, you know, they have to. 
Uh, Amir and Gibson start the match. We have a long, long, long arm lock to Amir Jordan. Hard chop to Drake by uh, Williams. We have a backbreaker double axe handle combo to Williams on the outside. And then the Swantine Bomb Bay, which I really love Amir Jordan, the name of that move. Amir Jordan. Sounds delicious. I mean, it. you know, with a side of rice, it might be good. Um, he comes, he hits this hit the Swantine Bomb that, like I said, he calls Swantine Bomb Bay. That's when Zach Gibson pulls his partner out of the ring and they just walk away. Count out victory. Why? Because the, the tag team champions didn't want to lose, so they lost. Huh? <laughs> they didn't want to get pinned. They didn't want to get pinned. Okay. So they lose by count out. Oh, what? It was their choice to lose, Michael. That's how That's how powerful we are. That's how much sway we have. We just lose this. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally... Johnny Saint will probably like us anyway. How so. long before they get rid of Johnny Saint? I mean... He says, like... I mean, like, he's, he's he makes so many sporadic appearances anyway. Like, he comes they, out and he's like, this is a historic event for NXT UK. All go, right, bye. Go ahead, Sid Scala. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it's been so busy all the time. So I'm gonna give it to you, Sid Scala, because fuck Regal has more. They're not time paying than... me enough for this shit. Regal has way more. He should be the commissioner of NXT UK. He's too busy being commissioner of NXT. That's true. He should just be the. He's over... too busy being dead, looking looking at your face Why like he's been taxed. Why are there some commissioners for some places but not for Raw and SmackDown? Because nothing makes sense ever, John. Uh, John uh, Corey, <laughs> I don't know why. Did you almost call me Jonathan Coachman? Yes, because. Okay. He, I, I look just like him. Yes. Uh, next up, we have the main event of the night, a Pete Dunn interview. <laughs> That's not even in the house. Um, wow. So it was a record because, you know, these are all filmed before. Because access is just a bunch of matches. Exactly. Just randomly, sporadically. And put then together. the in the in the commentary commentators just kind of just, you know, oh, and they the put crowd, it all together. The crowd was so dead, too, for the entire. It's time. access. They'd rather be in line buying another fucking belt than watching Casey Catanzaro versus Ray Ripley. Ungrateful bastards. I mean, they do have some good merch there. There are some good T-shirts there. I would say the Andre the Giant Biggie Small shirt looked really nice. It was a picture of yeah, Andre the Giant uh, with the crown off. That's the, the thing. Side. I've been thinking about this lately, just to get a little bit of a uh, something off your chest. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just really like we have reached that point where like there's just going to be certain wrestlers where it's just there's that certain mainstream like acceptance, like, like Andre the Giant, like Andre the Giant, or like a Ric Flair or Randy Savage, and well, unfortunately, to an unfortunate extent, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Where it's just like everybody's just gonna know who that is. Like I'm gonna wear a shirt of just Ric Flair, and people are just gonna be like, "Hey, I know that Migos Rick song," Flair, Drip, uh, or uh, Macho Man. Everybody does that impersonation, and just, or Andre the Giant, the Obey thing. Anybody and like a peanut? Uh, yes, <laughs> and it's just like that's. I, if I were like managing the main roster today, I want I would want to make sure that they themselves reach that echelon because the fact that we're we're nearing on about almost 40 years of these guys being who at their prime and there were still just sort of more or less relying on that still well yeah main roster okay so main roster is booked exactly like wwe was back in the back in the day at mm. least in my opinion hold on not before before the attitude era is what i'm saying um but oh, yeah rock and stone cold too amongst those examples that i just brought up but um, they are also they were playing to the time. They're not playing to today's crowd. NXT plays, but to then crowd. I see. But New then, Japan plays to, today, to but, today's crowd. But I'm talking about like kids, like 20 year old kids wearing NWO shirts, like that. I remember there oh, was a fucking, phase where uh, that Kylie Jenner wore an NWO shirt, right? Yeah, and I, I said Kylie Jenner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't want like it, it was the closest I ever felt being that wrestling guy. Like, hey, you stupid son of a. Well, name that. five members of NWO right now, excluding the Outsiders. N- no, I would let her. I would let her use the Outsiders. Name five. Name five. Just name NW- five members. Name of- five members of the NWO that that aren't the Outsiders. Uh, uh what me? Yeah. Uh, okay. Million Dollar Man, Dusty Rhodes, IRS at one point, Virgil. I'm just naming the Million Dollar Corporation that joined the NWO. Um, I already said Dusty Rhodes. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not even gonna think of Hulk Hogan, the Outsiders, six or um. Uh, who was, you could uh, say six. Who was? I say six. You could say six. Pac. Who was uh, Horace Hogan? There we go. Horace Hogan. Okay. Uh, Scott Steiner, Bret Hart. Oh, you know. Shut the <laughs> fuck you. Um. I don't what, know. Who else? Come on, come on. Yeah, Scott Steiner, Bret Hart, uh, Buff Bagwell. I was just thinking that in my head too. Um, okay, I'm putting another one in your head. Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> was it Rick Steiner part of the Wolf Pack at, at one point? 
If we're counting Wolfpack, I'm putting Lex Luger and Sting on there too. There we go. There you go. Hey, no, what when when Kylie Jenner was wearing that NWO, it was Wolfpack. So yeah, oh. name the Wolfpack members: Lex Luger, Conan, Conan. Um, you know, you know, listeners. Yeah, Conan. Well, that was talk about like that dude was fucking popular. Sting, because I remember Sting because he looked like a dog's dick <laughs> with his red face paint. <laughs> on that note, let's move on to NXT. Oh yeah! Sh- oh wait, no. What's the, what? What? What was the main event? Peter Dune talking interview. Oh yeah, he wants. He wants. A what rematch. did he say? He just wants a rematch. Yeah, a rematch. A, a rematch. You got me at the right time in the right place, Walter. And apparently they're doing an NXT UK takeover like around June or something. Fun. Yeah. Maybe they'll do back to back takeovers instead of, um, you know, and like well, they're supposed. I haven't heard any information on the San Jose takeover. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna happen. Honestly. Why? Because they're because the, because no, because the sharks are going to the Stanley Cup and that and Stanley Cups are in June. That's why. No, I didn't even think of that. Um, no, because they're at a different oh, stadium. because they're in San Jose State. Um, but no, because I've had this issue before where we thought me and my friends thought there was gonna be a WWE show at a certain place in time, and there was all these rumors about it. But then we got I mean, to- there's gonna be with the Chase Center going around. Oh yeah, yeah. And once once the Chase Center's up, we'll get. I think we'll get back to back, like a Money in the Bank or something, mm. but nothing like a survivor. Maybe we'll get a Survivor Series. Ugh, uh, I hope it's not Survivor Series. Oh, let me live. Oh, let me live. Oh, let me die. Right. Anyway, NXT. NXT, NXT uh, dated four seventeen two thousand nineteen. Snazzy new intro. I know this is the second week they did this. Oh, but dude, this intro sucks. I like it. I like the song. It gets me hyped, but I don't like the fact that they have everybody on the roster singing just singing along. it. Like I don't, That's I don't so like cheesy. I don't like seeing Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai lip sync a fucking Slipknot song. I don't like seeing Matt Riddle just being just ah no, you are not our kind, bro. Yeah, but a snazzy new intro from Slipknot. Start off this NXT. Well, Thank you me. have like Adam Cole and like Johnny Gargano like in the exact same ring together. Just like wasn't Ciampa there too? Oh no, Adam Cole was there. It's like they're just side by side. It's just like you now you're just uh what do you call it homogenizing your roster like this. And I do like you know it was made, just cheesy. You know who made it it's on the bad. intro is uh, Eric uh, was it Guggenheimer? Oh yeah, Guggen uh, uh, Bugenhagen Bugenhagen. Yeah, Eric Bugenhagen. He made it in the intro. You know, so I haven't I haven't read much NXT taping spoilers, but I hope he's in there somewhere in that cycle. Yeah, he should be. But right off the bat, we get Velveteen Dream fresh off his win against Matt Riddle at TakeOver, wow. defending his North American Championship. Dream looking straight out of Mask of Zorro with that jacket and hat. Get up. No mask, though. Uh, he faces Buddy Murphy, SmackDown's newest signee, complete with a SmackDown lower third. Ugh. Commentators make no mention of it because, well, you know, they're not time travelers. They, oh, that was as so, much as I wish. That was were. so inconsistent all night, though. Yeah. Like, uh, so that, and then, like, Kyrie saying came out later, she should have had a SmackDown graphic at that point. But she didn't. She had an NXT graphic. Yeah, well. And, you know. then, and then I'll bring, I'll wait for the War Raiders for the next one. Uh, Murphy still got those fucking pants. Uh, this one's for the title. Collar and elbow tie-up. Side headlock by Murphy. Back and forth arm drags to a tandem kick up from both guys to an ovation. An Aussie Aussie chant as they taunt each other. Striking ex- exchange. Flying head scissors takeover by Murphy. Dream prevents a dive as Dream crawls to the ring but gets yeah. a knee by Murphy. Uh, followed up with a Topecon hero and then a Meteora to a two count. Murphy then does a sleeper hold, works the neck, uh, super kick by Dream to shift the momentum, top rope axe handle to the outside, code breaker by Dream to a two count, tornado rope assisted neck snap from Murphy. Thanks, Mauro, for that for oh! calling that for calling that move because I had no idea how to call it. They also tease a count out, another Dream Valley driver to a two count, fight forever chance breakout, and then a chicky Nando's kick to a sit out power bomb to Dream by Murphy for another near fall. A running, leaping knee strike on the apron to Dream, uh, looking crisp as hell. As another knee count, uh, as another count out is teased, but Murphy breaks the count. He wants that title, mate. Uh, Famouser by, by Dream, then a Dream Valley driver, Purple Rainmaker pin, and still NXT North American Champion Velveteen Dream. I thought this was a fantastic match. I thought Dream looks like a star, like he always does. And by God, please don't fuck up Buddy Murphy on SmackDown. Give him Balor. Did we mention that that yeah, Buddy we, Murphy? We, we, yeah, 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 I think we, we brought that up the other day. I, I would love Buddy Murphy and Finn Balor to have a program with each other. That'd probably be the best program on possible. SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, just just do it. And it'll, it'll outshine anything like even if when Roman takes that title from Kofi. I think I think Buddy Murphy is the closest we have from Kenny Omega oh, in yeah. this WWE yeah. roster. I think just because he well, does a bunch of knees. He also, I think he he kind of like plans his move set. 
around yeah. Kenny Omega. And he's very yeah. Kind just, of, they it, they just have that sort of style. And if you're gonna you know base your moveset off of someone, fuck, you might as well base it off one of the best wrestlers in the world. And it kind of reinforces this point, the point that Vince made when he had that meeting with AJ Styles, the story by AJ Styles where he said, um, "When I talked to Vince, he said we know what you do. We have guys like you to do what you do. You just have to make sure you're different." And I'm like, oh well, I see, I see Buddy Murphy. He's pretty much doing what Kenny Omega does. I don't think they're just that stung about it. Like, yeah, you want the name value of Kenny Omega, but I feel like Buddy Murphy. It looks good, though. He's going to be. It'll be interesting to see how Buddy Murphy does in SmackDown because it's the roster. The SmackDown roster is pretty stacked, but I think he can he can go with them. Yeah. Like, who's going to be Who's gonna be fed to Buddy Murphy first? Rusev or Shinsuke? Rusev first. No, no. Oh, who's being fed to yeah, yeah. Murphy? Uh, Rusev, I, you know what? Vacant Balor. <laughs> Honestly. No, they're not going to okay. feed Balor to him. Because he's got to have a couple like squash matches. No, I can see Balor winning the program against uh, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, but as much come on. No, I'm saying, but you have to have Buddy Murphy kind of go. Buddy Murphy, it. Finn Balor, one on one, and then gets interrupted by Lars Sullivan. Uh, uh, WWPC YouTube channel plug. I highly recommend subscribing to this. This and CWR four one five. The people behind this, like, I feel like they've done an incredible job humanizing the talent. And, like, one of the videos they made regarding, like, did you, did you watch that Tommaso Ciampa injury video? It was like, there's two parts to it. I only watched part one. I, think I saw it at one point. It was, it's amazing. Um, and that crew, like, they, it is the perfect blend of reality. Like, just creating just these, just this, these realistic, these real people in realistic situations and like how they are feeling at this moment in their career. And it just endears, it, it's just super endearing. And it's like, it's shot like the WWE 24 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's awesome. Like, yeah, go subscribe it. And it's a really good, that was a really good trailer for that channel too. And of course, it ends with Ray Ripley doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really is. Like it has the Casey Catanzaro video. It's oh just God, like it just God. that is literally the last thing you see. Yeah, it's funny. It's awesome. Uh, Street Profits vignette. They knock on the man's door. The man being William Regal. They knock on the door, and <laughs> the War Raiders showing their bright new shirts that will no <laughs> doubt carry them over their everlasting careers. Also, they face they pretty much challenge Street Profits for the belts. Uh, gee, I wonder who wins that one. You, well, you know what's really funny. It, yeah. Okay. So. Like it's throughout the, 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 I've never. You, is that an old shirt or is no, that, that's a new? That, that's shirt? a new shirt that they just <laughs> they just introduced in this video segment. Fuck you. Then Vince. they go to the main roster, get their names changed, right? So okay, they refer to them as the War Raiders right here with the with the War Raiders shirt, and then later in the night they refer to them. They like just when they discuss all the call ups. They, they said the Viking experience. Yeah. So it's like. It's just they. It's, they're just being dealt with a hand. They, they and you were, wonder why WWE is looking for a continuity writer. That person's gonna last like one week. I, I bet you that person's just gonna like kick like or get tables. paid the most amount of money and be like, "Fuck, we need this so badly!" Like, just please continuity this. Yeah, but then you're also dealing with a 75 year old <laughs> insane uh, mountain of a uh, veins machine. Yes, nothing but veins and uh, steak wraps. Apparently, that's his favorite thing to eat for lunch. Because like he doesn't know what a burrito is. Oh, I want a steak wrap with uh, beans and, and ketchup and guacamole. He eats it with ketchup. Ew. Yep. God, him and Trump with their steak and ketchup, dude. What? Trump likes his steak with ketchup. Like, well done with ketchup. Well, well, well. Of course. Don't you? No. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. NXT's greatest performer and uh, the Conneries. Yeah. Fuck you. And new NXT champion Johnny Gargano enters the ring, fresh off Disneyland. Hey, Mickey. Uh, you see one dude wearing a Naito shirt, clearly shaking his head in the front row. Can you imagine that match? Naito and... Uh, Naito and Gargano. Okay. That'd be yeah. awesome. <sighs> Johnny Champion chance to start. Uh, he says, we've been waiting a very, very long time for this moment, Full sale. You deserve a chance, uh, then interrupt him, which I'm very tired of. I'm getting... Yeah, they, it's... It's like they, they have to... Like, people have to be tired of that, too. You deserve it's, it's, it. It just, it just, yeah, whatever. He talks about his first try out and being rejected, but as long as you take no for an answer, and before he goes deeper into it, undisputed era breaks Shock out. Shock the system. Yeah, the Billy Ellis song is, song is playing. Also, do you hear that? You what? Sh- what song? The NXT Takeover song. Billy Ellis is uh, "You Should See Me in a Crown." Do you remember any of those theme songs? Oh, you should see me. In yeah, a like crown. listen to it. It's great podcast material. No, you can't hear it. No, you can't hear it. Yeah. He calls Gargano lucky in that he beat him under standard rules. 
Cole gets you. Yeah. Cole gets you. Cole gets you tapped out. Chance. Cole says his victory parade makes Gargano an idiot and that he's a punk. Gargano asks Cole if there's something wrong with his boy band, complete with an in sync reference. Ooh, are you guys not in sync? Huh? Get it? I got jokes. I'm the champion. I'm trying to think of another one. Nah, I can't. He argues that the scoreboard is Johnny Two Cole One, and that is not definitive. It's undisputed. Oh my god. Boom, 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 boom. No, we're not done here. Gargano calls Cola Bay Bay oh! and would be happy to put more points in that scoreboard. And as they face off, Roderick Strong blindsides Gargano because of course he would. Cole Because there's only three people of the undisp- or three members of the undisputed. Yeah, era but on then the they, they uh they teased Roderick Strong fighting there they te- remember that web exclusive video where uh, uh Roderick Strong was teasing him just arguing with Undisputed and he was the one walking away. They teased that. Oh, then, which will lead to later. But then Roderick Strong was not on was not in that crowd. There was only three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gargano. Get your shit together. Cole then holds the title and Jaw Jacks Gargano and then kicks him in his face. I thought this was a great segment. Had good heat. Johnny's still the greatest. Triple H and Regal unleash their newest child, Kushida. He debuts in two weeks and seems to be keeping his Marty McFly gimmick. I hope they don't keep the gimmick where they have a kid wear the exact same clothes and have that horrifying looking mask they uh, should just do that they should yeah just fucking do it they're gonna pair him i and want Kenny maro Lynn. and to call that are they gonna change his name to like marty kashida or kashida mcfly yes dominic dijakovic faces aaron fry and uh let me tell you with dijak's recent social media idiocy regarding him purifying the land and the fact that he's facing an african-american and fry makes this sort of uncomfortable like yeah. we didn't really talk about that the well, Dijakovic uh, Twitter. It also leads. Well, like, let's go through the match, and then he cuts a promo afterward, and it kind of ties yep. in. I feel like with that. Oh yeah, you want me to go through the match? Yeah, he kicks him, and then he pins. <laughs> okay, good. Dijak we, wins. We went through the match. Now let's talk about well, it. Well, then he also says he sees the North American Championship and angles real hard about his immigrant background and how like. Blah, 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 blah. But it, didn't, it it did not go over well yeah. because I think of that social media post saying he'll. Well, he did this promo and then he did the social media post and the social media post that I'm talking about is, well, I mean, well, let 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 it be known, Dajakovic, like less than thirty minutes after before the after this post, he deleted his Twitter and the post and just everything about it. Yeah. So, but then you know, internet. It's a, it's all there. Everybody screenshots everything because yeah. Jesus Christ, what because the everything. fuck have you done, Dijakovic? Where he tags Justin Trudeau, Donald Trump, and Lopez uh, Lopez Zobrador, which I think is the Mexican president. Okay. Uh, and he writes, he brings out the notes app, so you know they mean, but he means business. And I quote, this continent has everything backwards. This is a diseased environment that breeds impurity. The streets are almost as filthy as the inhabitants. I would know I've lived the majority of my life here. I owe it to myself and my family to purify this wasteland. Horrible choice of words. Horrible sense of optics. What the fuck were you thinking, (laughs) Dijakovic? Especially when you're facing Velveteen Dream and like the North American Championship. Just... Well, he's supposed it's to have just, a program it's a bad with angle Lee too. Just like even like putting all that pol- 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 politics aside, which you know, like which you shouldn't do, in my opinion. It's just bad altogether. This is just a bad angle. You would think this is NXT would kind of, would be kind of above that kind of stuff, but he deleted it. Uh, we've yet to. Well, see maybe that's why. See. Like maybe he he took the step himself and he posted that, and then they yeah. were like, "Hey, bro." I mean, he's also that's not what we asked for. We asked he, for a heel promo on Twitter. He's also in a feud with Keith Lee. So is he getting the Rusev treatment? Keith Lee, whoop whoop. Uh, wait, what? Rusev treatment? Oh, Where, remember Rusev, where all he did was just beat on all the black uh, competitors. Oh, I don't know. You don't remember that? No. Okay. Well, no. There you go. Dijakovic. Uh, problematic. I don't know. I want. I want to like him, but that is very that. And nothing that about bad. him excites me. He's good. Like he's a good performer. Like he had a. He, I don't like his look at all. He looks uh, so, like he's just tall. He is and, tall, and that's all that matters now, dude. Yeah. Um, then they announce. Moving on, uh, they announce Johnny Gargano will face Roderick Strong next week. Corey, please do not stare at the bulge in my pants as I speak. What? Oh, uh, I was like, wait, what? Uh, no. So William Regal comes in and he's like, "I got to let you know, Johnny Gargano wanted a match." With the member of the Undisputed Era. Yeah. That's when Adam Cole was like, <laughs> all right, when's yeah. my match with them? <laughs> Not with you, Mr. Cole, but with Mr. Roderick Strong. Thank you very much. I bet you adieu. And like, that's when... Like the movie Clue. That's when uh, Roderick Strong was like, <laughs> all right, yeah, I got a shot. Awesome. And then and Adam Cole's just like... Mm. 
So I wonder if Strong's days in Undisputed Era are numbered. Could be. Sure. Could sure, be. Why not? Since they got, um, uh, what do you call it, Redragon back together. Red Dragon, you mean? Red Dragon, Redragon, whatever. Yeah. They're neat, they're, if it's Red Dragon, it needs to be 2Ds. Mm. Anyways. Speaking of 2Ds. Selfie promo of Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne, a.k.a. Team Why Are They Still Employed? <laughs> Uh, they call out Candice LeRae, and uh, yeah, that's what they do. About time they give Candice LeRae something. Who's her partner next week? Candice LeRae. Is, is it Nikki Cross? It's Nikki Cross. It's Nikki Cross. You think it's Nikki Cross? I didn't read the t- tapings. Did no, you? I didn't either, but I think it's Nikki Cross. You think it'll be Mia Yim? Cause oh, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta yeah, fucking yeah. do something about her. That's right. I forgot about Mia Yim. It could be Mia Yim. People forget about Mia Yim. I don't. But I it's WWE. Time. So, yeah. hey, I'm telling hey. Keith Lee on you. Mm. Anyways, next up. They main event. Oh. Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler for the title. But if Kyrie Sane loses, she can never compete for the NXT Women's Championship again. I wonder, Gee, I wonder who happen. wins. Yeah. Uh, Spinning back fist from Sane to an attempt at sliding D. Sane trying to end the match early. Bicycle knee to the jaw from Baszler to Sane. Spear from Sane to Baszler. Sane to Baszler, not Shayna Baszler. Sorry. Modified Texas not Cloverleaf. Not Sami Zayn. Yep. Modified Texas Cloverleaf. From Sane to Baszler. Mm-hmm. Like when I say, you know what I say. Yeah, yeah. Insane elbow to the back of Baszler's neck. Sane attempts it again, but is stopped by a step up in Zaguri from Baszler. Double stamp to a ba- to Baszler as she was hanging to the rope. Sane misses a flying kabuki elbow and crashes to the barricade. Baszler works in the arm. America- Americana from Baszler. Sane uses her leg to reach the rope. And then all of a sudden, Yoshirai comes out for moral support, but interferes when Baszler was about to work Sane's arm some more. Less leading to wow. outside interference, thus leading to Baszler winning the match via disqualification. Uh, then Duke and Shafir force Shirai to watch as Baszler stomps uh, Sane's arm again. Some real drama shit. The tears are coming from Shirai, and so will the Fury as NXT ends. Really sudden end, actually. It's just really just they make Shirai watch as she's like, no, no, no. And then like Sane just gets... It's all so sad. Yeah, no, Sane's... Um, the way Shirai like sold it, like over her fallen friend, it's like, it's like Rocky Four, you know. I don't know though. It could be kind Rocky. of seen as a heel tactic too, like like get the fuck out of the way, Sane. But get, then Sane's you done. weren't gonna win, so like whatever. This match is done. It's my time to shine. Your time they, is up. They my time is now. They protected Sane. That that is actually it was surprising to me that they protected Sane in that sort of way. I guess that's just you know they don't want to make her look weak coming into SmackDown, which is very with her NXT lower third. Yeah. Wait, Sane got NXT lower third? On uh, on NXT this week, yeah. Eh, well, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's just so inconsistent. And, yeah. I thought it was a pretty good uh, addition of uh, NXT. I really like the Buddy Murphy Velveteen Dream match, but I felt like that's probably the, that was probably the only match. The, oh, the only real match. I know Baszler and Sane. Like that, that was only like, what, like six or seven minutes long. It wasn't that. There really wasn't much to it. Instead, it, just, it was just a stepping stone for a story. So... Yeah, uh, go out. It's NXT. You'll if you love NXT, keep watching it and watch this one too. And I'm very much looking forward to next week with uh, Strong and Gargano. That should be be fun. A banger. Should be lit. It's a bop. It's lit. Lit, bro. Lit, brah. Just like this B show. Oh, yeah. The bra show, brah. Yeah. That was NXT. That was NXT. That was NXT UK. That was the B show. Yeah. And as we've noted before, that you know, wrestling show and tell was going to take a backseat, and it's going to be happening every other week now. So, because like when we watch uh, the stuff that we got to watch, we just have like, oh, shit, no, we, we just want to space it out too. Yeah. You know, we don't want to overload you guys. We want to make it a little bit of a special experience. What are you forcing me to watch? Uh, Josh Barnett versus Minoru Suzuki Bloodsport. Ooh, can you? St- I mean, do you? We'll talk later. Oh, how do you watch it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't think about that. Um, I don't want to pay for it. You know, I don't want to pay for it. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe I can. There's Fight TV them. should have like a share thing where like, hey, listen, I bought this. Share the, no, I bet you people would work away around. There's a work away work around for that thing. A reach around. Yeah, Corey, a reach around. <laughs> Doing the dick <laughs> out and all this, you know, because <laughs> everything's sexual. <laughs> be sex positive because we're a wrestling podcast. Yes, we are the wokest wrestling podcast in the Diamond Studio. That doesn't that's not a correct way to use that phrase? But we're wokest. Okay, we are. Or the wokest, kind of. All right, let's end this. Let's end this. Hey, guys, for KCSF, for City Real Wrestling. Real whimper of an ending. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, it, it was just kind of like NXT just, just realized just I can't find a way to watch. Hey, you know what? They're 
there will probably be means. There'll probably be a way, means and ways to, to get for around. the audience too. Like, oh, do, do we have? Look, should we just watch all of Bloodsport if we're <laughs> buying Bloodsport? You're just telling us a fucking you should. match. You should. You should go buy. Bloodsport. What did you think of Bloodsport? It was fun. I liked it. There was okay. A, Tanaka was fun. I was not it. Save it. Yeah. Anyways, guys, follow all of our shows at SoundCloud.com/slash City Wrestling Radio at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For KCSF, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we'll see you next week. Uh, I know I'll see you with some of my co-hosts on the Raw Review. Unannounced, just like Cody Rhodes' opponent for Double and Nothing. Wait, oh. no, they they are going to announce it. Oh. Apparently it's Dustin and Rhodes. Oh, that'll be Because fun. apparently he's leaving WWE and he might go to AEW. So. I forgot about this. I wanted to bring this up. Uh, was it Ryu Kayu Dragon Pro Wrestling? Is that what it's called? Sure. Um, R-Y-U-K-Y-U Dragon Pro Wrestling held an actual wrestling event in a cave that's cool look at that Michael a cave oh that looks awesome that looks really fun I'll I'll repost that on our social media at CWR Forum Five. Follow us. Josh Barnett versus Minoru Suzuki, by the way. (laughs) Oh, that's why I think I picked it. On (laughs) there you go. Um, Share me that link, anyways. Uh, For City Wrestling Radio KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. He's Michael Vergara, and we'll see you next week for the Raw Review. Have a great weekend, and guys, if you need something to do on Saturday, if you're in the NorCal area, NorCal Wrestling Radio. Hit me up. (laughs) He's single, ladies. Hey, ladies, guys. I don't care. Just gotta be cool to me. All right get out of here see you guys later have a great weekend bye